Today is Monday, March the 29th. I am your host, KC Phoenix, and this is my daily thought. Before I go any further, happy birthday to one of my friends. And, you know, I'm not upset that you didn't get to see me while you were in Los Angeles visiting. I'm not going to hold that against you. You know who you are. <laughs> But I, I hope that you've been enjoying your birthday today and I wish you many, 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 many more birthdays. Okay. And then also, before I go any further, KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, and several other podcasting platforms. And listen to whatever platform is most convenient for you. K-I-R-W-K-C on all the social media platforms. And yeah, so I've been out and about today, which honestly, I don't, because I don't drive that often when I do have to drive, it's like, uh, (laughs) but I'm thankful I can drive. I'm thankful I have a car to drive. I'm thankful I have 2020 vision and all that other good stuff. And I'm still in my right mind to drive. I always have to give thanks and gratitude. Um, I just have my moments, especially driving in LA. You know how, for those who live in LA, you know how it is. And I had to run to the doctor today to check with some allergies and stuff. And we're doing some more research. So that's going to be interesting as time goes on, but it is what it is. It's, It's this thing called life. And while I'm bringing up life, let me just go ahead and dive into my daily thought today. Life is a potluck. That's how I really feel. I was thinking about that because I thought about all the times that I've participated in potlucks because we all know how this goes when you're at your job they people want to do a potluck and and things of that nature and usually i'm kind of funny if it's not store-bought more than likely i stay away from it i might even just show up but not eat anything because when it comes to potlucks you can't trust everyone's cooking you really really can't I was watching something recently on Twitter and this and it was it was a joke but I know there's people there are people who do this. This guy was talking about nutmeg and macaroni and cheese. I kid you not. Nutmeg and macaroni and cheese. And I was like, uh that's a no. <laughs> That's a no. Um, (laughs) You have other people who put raisins in coleslaw, which uh, I don't get that at all. And even my mother does this, which my mother is actually a pretty good cook. She puts sugar in turnip greens, and I don't believe in that. I believe that turnip greens should be eaten the way they are. Obviously, you can add flavor to them, but you you don't want to take out the bitter taste because turnip greens are supposed to be bitter. That's what they naturally are. 
If you want something less bitter, eat collard greens and not turnip greens <laughs> is how I look at it. But my mother, she put sugar in turnip greens, whatever. But in the thing is, it's like I said, you you can't eat everyone's cooking because some people's cooking might make you sick. That's happened. You can't invite everyone to your table to eat. And then you have those who want to come to your table and eat everything, but they don't even bring their pot, their plate for others to partake and share among everyone else. They're quick to get their fork and their knife and their napkin and their, and, you know, a plate, paper plate, and have some aluminum foil on standby for those who, for those who know, you know, have some aluminum foil on standby and everything else, but they didn't bring anything to the potluck. Make it make sense. So that's when I'm saying that life is like a potluck. Yeah. Can't let everyone eat with you. Some people you they they might need to eat at another table. You can't let everybody come to your table without bringing something. If everyone came to your table without bringing something and you were the only one bringing stuff, then the only resources that would be taken would be yours. They're the only resources that would be shared would be yours. You wouldn't be sharing as a collective because they didn't bring anything. Now, I'm not saying be stingy. If you see somebody can't afford to make a plate and bring it, even though usually you can you can go get a bag of hot dog buns and do that. But these are minor details. But if you see somebody can't afford to bring something to the potluck and you know what their situation is. okay. But if they're coming to every single potluck and they don't bring anything, they don't even bring, you know, plastic utensils or paper towels or something. Then that's when you have to say, uh, mm, you might need to sit this one out. You might need to sit this one out. Or if you have that individual who always brings a plate not a plate, well, their plate. And their cooking, just it, they just never seem to hit the mark. Anytime you taste their cooking, it throws you for a loop. And it gets to the point where you start to avoid their cooking altogether, even though you're letting them come to the potluck and bring something into the group of food that you know and everybody else know it's going to taste like garbage and it's going to make people sick. Eventually, somebody's going to have to say, you know what, when it comes to potlucks, you need to either get someone to help you with your meals or you need to do store-bought. 
If you can't do one of those two things, then you need to stand down and not participate in the potluck. You you can't sit with us. Life is like a potluck. That's what's been on my mind because people are so quick to let anyone sit at the table with them. People are so quick to eat anyone's cooking. And also, and and don't forget, this is a two-way street. Your cooking may not be on point. And you the one who organized the potluck. And you the one who can't cook. But you, you bringing your place and doing all this other stuff. When you decide you're hosting a potluck or going to a potluck, you need to make sure that your cooking is on point as an individual. You need to make sure that you're bringing the appropriate sustenance that is needed for people to be nourished and for their spirits to be filled. If you aren't that great of a cook, yeah, that could go left. Or if you just decide you're going to go and not bring anything, but you want to eat up everybody else's food all the time, that could go left. You have to do, it's it's a self-audit, self-inventory of what your strengths and weaknesses are and what you can bring to the table. The table is life, is what it is. And you have all of these individuals who are part of this table, part of life, and you're bringing, again, energy, which is your plate, that you cooked to the table. You don't want to disrupt the flow of things by bringing macaroni and cheese with nutmeg in it. If you want to make a good macaroni and cheese, which, by the way, I'll go ahead and give you a secret to to a good macaroni and cheese. For those of you who eat pork, what you can do, and this is when I used to eat crazy, crazy, Back in the day, you can get you some Italian sausage and break it up into pieces and put that in the macaroni and cheese and then cook it. And what's going to happen is the grease from the sausage, the Italian, it has to be Italian sausage. It can't be regular sausage. It has to be Italian sausage. The grease from the sausage will seep into the macaroni and cheese. And it will add that extra kick that it needs. And also, there's other things you have to do with the layering of the cheeses and things of that nature. I used to cook a lot. I used to cook Thanksgiving dinners and all types of dinners for people. So, and I haven't received any complaints on my cooking. And astrologically, cancers are usually known to be good cooks anyway. I'm not tooting my own horn. I'm just stating the facts. 
But that's what you can do for macaroni and cheese. Now, back to what I was saying. You don't want to disrupt the flow of people's lives by bringing in a bad plate, bad energy. So that's why you have to do your own self-inventory. Just like when you're at the table, you don't want other people bringing in a bad plate and disrupting the flow of energy and life by bringing it to your table for the potluck. Because again, it's a two-way street. You, you have to look at these things. You have to analyze these things. You have to determine what works best for you is what you have to do. But there's there's an old saying is is I believe called once bitten twice shy. If you already know that someone bought brought a bad plate before to the potluck, you might need to be a little bit hesitant before you try their cooking again. Is what you may want to do. Again, life life's a potluck. If you brought a plate to a potluck and you notice that a lot of people are avoiding your plate, everything else is being eaten on the table. But what you brought. Well, maybe you need to check some things. Maybe you need to circle up with someone and decide if the recipes that you've been using are the right recipes. Because when you do bring a plate, you don't want anything left. Or you want it to the point, I tell you what, my macaroni and cheese, and this is one thing, and this is a true story. I I brought, this was 2012. I believe it was. It was when I was working at one of my real estate jobs and we had to do a potluck. We did a little small potluck because it wasn't a whole bunch of employees. And I made the macaroni and cheese and I made one macaroni and cheese, like the big 10 um, pans. I made one with the Italian sausage and one without. The one with the Italian sausage, pretty much all of it was gone. It was gone. The one without, it was like there was like half of a little bit left. And it was still good because everybody was like, no, this is really good. And one guy, he liked it so much. He's like, "Um, there's half this one left, the one that doesn't have the sausage in it. He's like, I like both of them. Are you planning on taking that home? I'm like, I don't care what happens to it. He's like, well, can I just go ahead and take it? I'm like, yeah, if you want to take it. And he took it home. The one that didn't have the sausage in it. And he took it to his wife. His wife tasted it and then wanted my recipe. For the macaroni and cheese. And they actually, they were asking, they asked me later if um, I would ever consider 
catering, doing that. I was like, no, I'll just give you the recipe. I ain't about that life. So, you know, it's all good. But if both macaroni and cheeses would have just sat there and it there it would just been a little bit of a nibble, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And there would have been a ton of macaroni and cheese left in those big tins. That would have let me know, OK, my recipe might have been off. And even you can taste your own cooking sometimes. And know one time I made a lasagna and I overdid it. Here's another little secret. I know people are like, this is turning into a cooking show. I told I used to cook. Back in the day. That's why I don't cook that much now. Because I didn't get it. My grand, my grandmother, my dad's mother, my granny, she did not cook at all when I went over there. When I tell you, and for those of you who have been following my podcast, you already know. My granny wasn't about that cooking life anymore. She, because I would go over to her house and usually she would order something or my granddaddy would bring something home on his way to the house because my granddaddy would work like 12, 14 hours a day because he owned, well, they owned a, a little convenience store and stuff. So he was working that. Then he was doing other stuff and yada, yada, yada. So on his way home, he pick up a plate from uh, SNS cafeteria or K and what's the other one? K and W cafeteria, I think it is. And if he knew I was over at the house, then he would bring me a plate too. If he didn't, then my granny would just give me half her plate because she didn't always eat all of her stuff anyway because she wasn't a big eater. And I asked my granny, I was like, why don't, why don't you cook? Because my mother's mother, my nanny, my nanny, she was cooking pretty much almost until the day she died. Like she was always cooking. Always cooking. But when I asked my granny, granny was like, I'm not cooking anymore. I've already cooked for all of these children for so long. I'm just not cooking anymore. And then I didn't get it. But as you go on in life, which th that and I'm going to get back to the lasagna in a minute because I know some people are like, what about the lasagna? I haven't forgot. I know I lose my train of thought sometimes, but I haven't forgotten. <laughs> But that's another thing, too. You don't want to overexert yourself going to potluck after potluck after potluck after potluck. Mind you, all of this is a metaphor where you're constantly making plates for stuff and giving and giving and giving and giving and giving and giving. And then by the time you reach a certain point, you're like, well, damn, I don't want to cook anymore. I don't want to make a plate for anybody anymore. You don't want to get to that point in life. So that's another thing. I wasn't planning on going there, but after telling the story, it kind of fit in with everything. So universe, thank you for that. Now, back to the lasagna. So I made a lasagna for this person I was dealing with. And this was years ago. This was almost, almost 20 years ago, give or take. And... One thing that I use to flavor lasagna, and this is a little secret, is syrup. If you want to give lasagna a little bit of an extra kick, put a little bit of syrup in it. Not a lot, because it, the syrup in lasagna is one of those things where it can go really, really right or it can go really, really wrong. And the day I made it, 
unlike the other times, it went really, really wrong <laughs> with the syrup. And I could taste it. I was like, oh, no, I overdid it. And I could tell that the other people, they were eating it. But it was just like, oh, yeah. You got to do that inventory sometimes. You you have to taste your own cooking and, and know, okay, I missed the mark on this. Just like if you put out some bad energy with someone, you got to take inventory and be like, okay, yeah, I kind of missed the mark on this. I, I brought a little bit of chaos into people's lives. Okay, I'll take responsibility for this one. I, I'll take the L, which that day when I made the lasagna, no pun intended, I, I took the L is what I did because I overdid it on the syrup. But yeah, if you ever want to add a little bit of a kick to lasagna, add just a little bit, not a lot, a little bit of syrup to the ground beef when you're cooking it. I I did regular syrup. I think I did um, Aunt Jemima or Miss Butterworth's or whatever. I did just, usually I would do a little bit of that. And then when you're browning, that ground beef with mixed in with just a little bit of syrup and then you get the onions in there. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yes, Lord. Okay. But like I was saying, life is a potluck. Be careful who you let bring a plate to your potluck. And when they do bring a plate, if you allow them to, be careful tasting someone else's cooking and also make sure your cooking is on point too. And know when to say, you can't sit with us or know when to say, I don't want to sit with you or know when to say, I'm not cooking for this one. I'm sitting this one out. I've cooked for enough potlucks. Again, all of this is a metaphor. And that is my daily thought. Thank you to all who have been supporting the show. I sincerely appreciate it. Uh, This coming weekend, which I don't take any day for granted, as long as we see it, uh, I think I will do a Wacky News Weekend. I don't think I've done a Wacky News Weekend in a while. So yeah, I think I might do a Wacky News Weekend this weekend. And then the following weekend, I might consider doing mid-month energy readings for the following weekend. So this coming weekend will probably be a Wacky News Weekend and then the following weekend, I'll do the tarot card mid-month energy readings is what I'm, I'm considering doing and doing it that way. I have, to see what my, I have to see what my energy is at, hence why I've been going to, to the doctor, to the allergist and, and trying to figure out what's what. Because my ears, nose and throat, it, it's been extra lately. So, yeah. But again, thank you for all the support. The numbers have been amazing. With the podcast, I see that listeners are listening literally all over the world. And that's really cool. So, yeah, until next time, be blessed.